Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. Here we are again, one and all. It is indeed Friday night, heading into the autumn, would you believe? Nine o'clock. It is the best in modern and contemporary jazz, of course. Jumping in with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, welcome along to this week's show as we step into the season of mists and mellow fruitfulness and the last weekend of the school halls. No doubt there have been tears of both joy and disappointment as the exam results inevitably bring for some the start of new adventures and for others, time to rethink their options. But for jumping in, time for your usual selection of the best in modern and contemporary jazz and an hour when you can put your feet up and pour a glass of your end-of-the-holidays tipple. So, H what's been the A-star selections for you this week and what needs to rely on clearing to get in. Ah, never any shortage, as they say. I was more of a clearing man myself. Uh, of course, of course, a bit of a classic from Charles Lloyd I heard the other day and thought, that is good, I'm going to play a bit of that. Uh, we will be marking the sad death of the uh, punk, wonderful, weird and wonderful trumpeter Jamie Vranch from Fly and Die. Never got to see alive and died at a tragically young age. And there will be a celebration of life, music and everything else. New one from Rufus Reed. And for me, where we begin, we research the natives of the Antilles. We get back to nature and to start things going. Well, it's something that anyone with an old house is used to doing this time of year. Mouse hunt.
Fantastic stuff. Uh, Mouse Hunt from piano superstar Christian Randalu and the New Wind Orchestra, taken from their forthcoming release, Sisu, on the Whirlwind label. Christian originally comes from Estonia, son of two classical pianists, and when the family moved to Germany, he completed his master's degree at Stuttgart and then went further studies at the Royal Academy in London and the Manhattan School of Music, where between all of those, he was lucky enough to study with Django Bates, John Taylor and Kenny Barron, amongst others. He had his ECM debut back in 2018 with an acclaimed release, Absence, and has nearly 50 recordings, including several as a leader. You just keep learning in this business, don't you? Equally at home as a classical or a jazz setting, he says his introduction to jazz was playing in the rhythm section in a big band, and this, his first writing for big band as composer and leader, feels like coming full circle. The album is stunning throughout uh, for our Luxembourgish listeners. Didn't just pick one good track, they are all very good, and features, amongst others, guest solos from Ingrid Jensen and Ben Monda. And thanks very much to Whirlwind for sending us a copy of that. Is it New Wind Orchestra or New Wind Orchestra? New Wind Orchestra. Oh, New Wind Orchestra. Okay. Mm. Mm, interesting. Great stuff indeed. And uh, it is amazing how some of these people you think never heard of them and you find they've been occasionally, they are indeed fresh out of Berkeley or one of the colleges that churn them out at a regular rate of knots, all brilliant, technically gifted grounded in the backgrounds of jazz. Other times, they've been round the scene and back again. And 50 have been albums. On for years 50 and years albums and, years. and God yeah. knows how many awards. And you think, how did I not come by not him Not come past them at all. Yeah. Um, this uh, next artist, again, I had a come past them. We've never got to see her, sadly, and we never will now. Jamie Branch, a Chicago native, a real sort of maverick on the scene in the avant-garde side of things, uh, began playing trumpet at the age of nine, has worked around town a lot as a sound engineer as well as a, a jazz artist working for the likes of Ken Vandermark and Tim Daisy, moved to New York and uh, been working out of Brooklyn for some time, did a master's degree in jazz performance. You get the vague gist of it. Fly or Die was the album that perhaps she's best known for. Sadly, it was just announced in the last week or two, she was found dead at the age of just 39 no reasons I've seen yet given for that, so we're, we're not even going to speculate on it. Say it's just a very, very sad and, and a great loss. A real character, never did get to see alive. She sounds terrific fun, and known as Breezy, I'm told. A great gregarious figure. Always liked her, or her name to be spelt in uh, small case letters rather than capitals. Um, and was conservatory trained, but liked to dress more like a jazzer. Adidas tracksuits, kimonos. T-shirts, baggy trousers, and always had something on her head—a cap or a hoodie or a, a, you know, cap back to front or something—and lots of tattoos. Yeah, real. You get the character, sort of like a jazz punk wonder kid. Let's hear a little bit from that classic album, uh, "Fly or Die," Jamie Branch.
on the freer side, the more avant-garde side of modern jazz, I would certainly say. None the worse for that, it has to be said. Jamie Branch from Fly or Die, which is in a way, I think, how she embraced life in many ways. A really dynamic player, as you got there, never afraid to tackle anything. Great range of sounds from her horn, used lots of effects and uh, electronics as well, including, uh, effects-wise, I'm told, a Fisher-Price Happy Apple from the 1970s to extend a a sonic spectrum. Often would play a passage, step back, scream, and then plunge back into the playing without missing a beat. I mean every note that I play, she told uh, the music journal Aquarium Drunkard in 2019. When I'm up there, I'm putting it all out on the table. It's like high risk, high reward. Be sadly missed. We never did get to see her live, but she would have been quite a character. I'd love to have had a chat with her and in, Jamie Branch, who's died at the tragically young age, 39. 39. It's, mm. a, it's a total waste, isn't it? We have had her on the show before, incidentally, in uh, other people's bands. Uh, she was with uh, saxman James Brandon Lewis, who I've uh, mm. very much enjoyed following his music, and his first big band, uh, Unruly Manifesto, we had on a few years ago, actually. She was part of that band. Uh, a number of other collaborations, but uh, in terms of her own band leader, Fly or Die, Fly or Die 2, and Fly or Die Live, uh, all different, all worth having a listen to. Now, next from me, a young piano trio hailing from Linz in Austria. Here they are, Eldone with Beginning.
Hello, this is Katrine Winfeld from Denmark, and you're listening to the Manx Radio, jumping in with uh, Chris and H. Thank you. 
you know when you just hear something when you're listening to the radio and think your ears prick up and think, that's good stuff and you go and do whatever you do these days you uh, shazam it or you google it or you recognize it whatever and then you think i haven't done that for ages that was pretty much the case of that. Heard it uh, playing on the radio the other week and thought, really enjoying that. What is it? Had a quick look. It's Charles Lloyd. Still going strong, of course, and just in the middle of releasing a trio of albums. Trio Oa Chapel just come out. Trio Ocean, his second of three trio of trios, just about to come out. The first one's garnered rave reviews. I think he was uh, Jazz Wise Record of the Year last year at the age of 80-something or other. Still going strong. Amazing, really. And there he was with his second album back, would you believe, in 1964. May the 8th, if you want to be exact, 1964 in October as well. I think it, uh, it was also recorded. Of course, of course. Charles Lloyd playing flute there, uh, along with uh, Gava Zobo on guitar. Uh, Ron Carter, bass Tony Williams at the drums for a fair old lineup and company he was keeping there. But yeah, really enjoyable. Great stuff. And I'm so happy he's still going in his 80s, not just ticking over, still coming out with these albums, which are getting rave reviews by the critics. And a man we have been lucky enough to see uh, previously. And interview, yeah. And interview, yes, indeed. And before that, we had Eldone with Beginning, taken from their debut album of Many Moods. Not much information about the group around other than the lineup. Alex Matthias on bass, Jonas Kastenhuber on piano, and Jacob Gaston van der at the drums. And uh, on that first hearing, I think they're going to be a group to watch. Next from me now, alto saxman Miguel Zenon has thus far forged his career, exploring his own Puerto Rican roots and the ethno-political difficulties faced by displaced communities in their adoptive homes. Well, this time he's tackling an even bigger vision as he celebrates the history and diversity of the American continents in what is possibly for my mind, his strongest release to date. From Musica de las Americas, here's Tanyos y Caribe.
Agnosi Carib. I'm sure you'll be humming that in the bath later on tonight from Miguel Zenon's fabulous new album, Musica de las Americas, featuring Zenon's long-standing quartet of Liu Podomo on piano, Hans Glashwisnig on bass, and drummer Henry Cole, augmented in this case by several added percussionists, including the quintet Los Primeros de la Cresta. It's a stunning example of a, a really well-honed and rehearsed band playing very complex music with a tenacious grip on all those breakneck twists and turns the score throws at them. Many thanks to Anne at BK Music PR for sending us that. Indeed, you are listening, of course, too. Jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz here on Max Radio with Chris and myself, H. And uh, yes, Rufus Reed, the great bass player, long been on the scene, one of the great stylists on his instrument in many ways, not one, it is noted, that he rather like Miles, would stick in the same lane for too long, played in all sorts of different settings. Uh, and his latest album, Celebration, just coming out on uh, Sunnyside Records, I think it came out in the uh, middle of July or thereabouts, sees his commander as an instrumentalist and writer as well. He has his out-front trio performing with and without the Sirius Quartet. I thought we'd hear the title track, Celebration, with the Sirius Quartet, a string quartet, which definitely gives it that third stream feeling.
little snippet, at least, of this. Miles Davis and his quintet live at Ronnie Scott's in 1969, would you believe, uh, being recently released on the Equinox label, recorded originally for broadcast on BBC TV. Miles, of course, Wayne Shorter on tenor there. This is Chick Corea track, Chick on electric piano. Dave Holland, of course, at the bass. Our own Dave Holland. Jack to Jeanette, giving it Dixie on the drums. That must have made the audience sit up and prick their ears up. I'd love to see the reaction to some of them there. Before that, Rufus Reed uh, going, uh, as I said, somewhat uh, third stream with his new one, Celebration, just out on Sunnyside. Thanks to them for sending us this one uh, out in the middle of July. He's played with Stan Getz and Dexter Gordon. Uh, it dates back to 2016, this project, with the Sirius Quartet, originally for vinyl, and then it was came out in 17 and then resequenced recently for digital and CD release with his trio reunited with Kenneth Salter on drums and the Sirius String Quartet there. Enjoying that one. I haven't heard it all yet, but I'll uh, report back on that. Indeed, and that's about it for this week's show. Well, we just got time to bring you a track from bassist Stefano Molina's sophomore album, Hailing from Brazil. Stefano says his compositions are inspired by esotericism, occultism, metaphysics and concepts concepts from theosophy, Thelema and ancient cultures such as Tibetan Buddhism and Sumerian mythology. I'll try saying that after a beer. I'll try yeah. saying it even without a beer, uh, if you say so, Stefano. Anyway, the album's called Apotheosis and this is Naturante. See you next week. Be good. Bye for now. <laughs>